Hello to my ACB family. This is David Trot Treasurer. I am asking your support for my re-election. Please put me on the team that's working for a brighter future for ACB. I look forward to meeting you all at the Candidates Forum. Today, ACB has completed the launch of a new Alexa skill called ACB Media that will now replace the previous ACB Alexa skills. To access the new skill from your Alexa-enabled device, first enable the skill by saying Alexa, enable ACB Media, and launch the skill by saying Alexa, open ACB Media, and then select the stream of your choice. For the full list of stream names, please visit https colon slash slash www.acbmedia.org slash home slash streams. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. going to share a little bit about what I think is going to happen as far as the flow goes on presentations, and we're going to talk um, about some of the discounts that will be available and when and how you should take advantage of those. Um, I'd also like to talk a bit about uh, software updates um, we will be doing a July update uh, coming up about the time of the convention. So we'll be probably talking a lot more about that during the show, but I'll share a little bit about what's going into this update. And then today, I know that Microsoft has announced uh, that in the fall of this year, they are going to do a, a new version of Windows, and they're going to actually call it Windows 11. So they've been keeping this information uh, very tight-lipped, and I know that uh, some of you will have some questions about it. I would encourage you to stand by, give us an opportunity to talk with them some more. Uh, I know we've got meetings scheduled shortly with them, and um, I'm certain that Whatever licenses that you're getting uh, from us, if you're staying up to date, you should have no problem moving into the new versions. So we'll keep you uh, posted on that. So I also want to say that I intend on leaving plenty of time for questions and answers. This group always seems to have some very good questions, and there are things that you may want to talk about. Uh, so we'll throw it open to the group. and. Um, and we'll get those in there. So I'll make sure that I don't talk any more than half the time here. And then the other half will keep open for questions and answers. Now, during the ACB convention, as I understand it, we are going to have some recorded sessions. I'm not sure if that number is two or four, but those recorded sessions will play, uh, I think, during certain times, and you'll have to watch the schedule for those. There'll be sessions on, um, certainly, uh, I'm doing one on power tips in JAWS for Windows, and then there'll be something about um, Braille and L-Brailles, and there'll be some low vision stuff, and there'll be a training session. And then Outside of those recorded sessions, I'm certain there's exhibit hall hours, uh, 
and there'll be a running schedule from us. And we will have, as we did last year, different people participating at different times. And while we have some content that we'll present, much of that time is intended for you to come and speak with us, ask your questions, and we will uh, hopefully be able to get some answers and get your feedback. I mean, this is a good opportunity for you to say um, some of the things that you'd like to see us working on. Uh, share that stuff with us. It's a good opportunity at the exhibit hall. It's very um, informal. And uh, we always like to just just like when we're actually at the real conventions, we love to see our friends who come each year come by and say hello. So that is a good opportunity to come in and say hello to us during this virtual uh, exhibit hall. And hopefully next year, we'll all be back together again uh, at some physical location. So we're looking forward to that. Now. I think what most people have of interest, and I know that we're getting a lot of phone calls about this, is how can we take advantage of um, making purchases like we used to when we would actually go to the convention. So for those of you who are in the United States and looking to uh, participate and would like to be able to take advantage of conference specials, you will happily uh, be you will be happy to to learn that as of next Thursday that is our schedule now and I hope we get hit, we can hit that that on uh, July 1st we will <clears throat> reduce the price for the home annuals here in the US and renewals of jaws zoom text and fusion by 20%. So whatever it is today, if you go out there and look, if you look a week from now, uh, once we get past July 1st, you'll see it got reduced by 20%. Now you'll want to take advantage of that between then and the end of the conference to make sure that you uh, make your purchases. Now, for those of you who have these home annual licenses, and even though it's not set to expire, you can still take advantage of that discount and renew and add additional years. Either you can add them in blocks of one, three, and five, and they'll extend the 20% discount across each of them. Um, and I do encourage people to consider that this is a good time to buy. We don't know how prices will change in the future, but my, my guess is they will not go down. They would only go up. And uh, so you may want to try and take advantage of it while the uh, 20% discount applies. Now, for those of you who have an ILM license and you've either fallen behind or you've got an SMA and you've maintained it, but it's expiring or it's getting ready to expire, you can go to the Freedom Scientific homepage and plug in your serial number Um to check on SMA and upgrade options. And if you have a home ILM license and you've uh, gone out of date, you'll be given an opportunity to purchase an upgrade and add an SMA at that time. And those will also have 20% discounts extended 
If your SMA is expired and you're just renewing the SMA, that too would have a 20% discount extended to it. And if for some reason you're up to date, you already have an SMA and it just says you don't need to purchase, but you still want to add an SMA because it's the show and you want to take advantage of it. In your case, you know, check your number. If it says you're all set and you're up to date, I encourage you after July 1st now and before the end of the show, you can contact customer service and speak with them about getting that added SMA on. And we've done this uh, at the shows, and that's why we like to extend this to folks, because if you were at the trade show and came to our booth, we always had somebody sitting right there that could look you up and let you add an SMA, even if you weren't expired yet. So we'll take advantage of you. Customer service will do it for you over the phone. I just ask that you wait until um, Thursday, July 1st, before you contact them and ask them about it. There'll also be, oh, so on, that's on home software. So home ILM licenses and the home annual licenses. If you have a pro license and you go through the store, you will not find a discount on that. But if you are maintaining a pro license, excuse me, that you own, that's registered to you and you use it at work and at home, and you'd like to add an SMA, but keep it pro, call customer service after July 1st, explain that, you know, in participation with the summer convention special, you would like to inquire about getting that discount extended on your SMA renewal or your upgrade for that pro license. And the customer service people should be more than happy to help you with it. We just can't automate that process. So you do have to talk to customer service in order to get that. Um, as far as hardware goes, I don't have the exact final discount list, but I will tell you that they're planning on extending a 20% discount, uh, on several of the hardware products. And I know that that's going to include things like, um, rubies and pebbles, and I believe even the Ruby XL HD. Uh, Pearl cameras are generally discounted, and I think you should look uh, to find a discount of somewhere around $200 total on the Pearl camera. And then the Compact 6 and the new CV Go 15-inch, they'll be reduced prices on those. Compact 10 HD will have a reduced price by 20%. Um, So you'll be able to contact the customer service people to get assistance with those purchases, or we will have a web page set up and ready to go. It should be unveiled by, uh, I believe, July 1st, which will be under freedomscientific.com slash events slash ACB 2021. And uh, that'll be linked to right off of our homepage as well. And all of the discount information and the official schedule of events, you'll be able to find right on our events page. We'll list everything for you. Um, and I apologize we didn't have it ready and uh, posted as of today, but it is coming soon. Now, <clears throat> I mentioned the uh, July update is coming. And one of the big changes that we've done, and I want to try and explain this one 
is really for Fusion and ZoomText users. And if you happen to be using that software or you listen to our May update, you heard something about a thing called the Quick Access Bar, QAB. And we've uh, further enhanced the Quick Access Bar. Consumers and testers, we have made some modifications, and I think you're going to like them. So if you're a Zoom Text or Fusion user, when you install the July update, when Zoom Text or Fusion runs, the quick access bar starts up automatically and actually docks itself on the right side of your screen up towards the top. Uh, and it and it's a very narrow window and it'll just be sitting over there docked. Now, the idea about a quick access bar is you put some of the utilities in the software that you use, like in Zoom text, maybe you invert colors periodically. Maybe you want to turn the mouse echo on and off or speech echo on and off. Or maybe you just want to fluctuate your magnification level and you don't want to use keystrokes. You would rather click something to make those changes. Well, the quick access bar is your toolbar. It allows you to have up to eight different utilities from within the software that you can plug into it. And we've put some items in it to begin with, but there is a settings option in there, and there's a way for you to delete some of the things that we may have put in by default and add in things that you would like. So you customize this little quick access bar, and it just sits over there on the right-hand side of the screen. Now, when you're working, if you would like to get to the quick access bar, there's a couple of ways of doing it. One, since it's positioned in the same spot, docked to the right side, you can just slide the mouse over. You'll locate it there. You can make the click to make the change and then click right back into your work. Or if you would rather stay focused right where you're working, which I think makes a lot of sense, we added in, you can hold down the caps lock key and then just do a right mouse click and it will bring it from the docked location right to where you're working. You click inside of it to make the changes that you wanted to make. And when you click back into your work, it returns it to the docked location. So the quick access bar vanishes from your magnified view and it just goes right back to where it was resting and you can retrieve it there later. So this works for Zoom Text. It works for Fusion. And when it's set up as Fusion, of course, you can put different JAWS type of things into the quick access bar. Like maybe you'd like to be able to have access to the history of what the screen reader had been reading. Well, there's actually going to be a button right on the quick access bar for Fusion for history. And when you click that, it brings it up and virtualizes the things that it's been speaking. Um, so this could be very useful for somebody who doesn't remember keystrokes, doesn't want to have to go in and search for features. There's certain things that you use periodically. It'd be nice to keep them in one spot, and that's how that feature works. So please watch for that in the July update. There are also going to be a long list of enhancements and, and uh, adjustments we've made based on feedback from customers. Of course, on JAWS, as always, and we will ask you to watch for 
the write-up when it posts on the web. Um, you can always get to that write-up right from the homepage under software updates. We always have a link to the What's New page right to the location of the most recent enhancements. And so I always advise people to, uh, when you see an update comes out, install the update, and then just go right to the homepage, and you can jump right into those enhancements and review them. Um, so that's about it as far as the uh, most recent information that I wanted to share. Don't forget about our training information. There's constantly things happening on the training end of it. We're doing free webinars. We put short YouTubes out. Um, we're doing some things right now for the JAWS and ZoomText certification. You'll want to pay attention to, to those changes so you'll be able to get access. If you've uh, done the certification, you'll be able to go back and redo the certification. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. So I think, Desi, what I'd like to do is have you go ahead and do the hand raising, however you want to bring people up, and we'll start taking questions and see what we can answer. Okay, well, I did give some instructions in the beginning, but I will repeat just the muting and unmuting and raising of hands in case new people have come in, because it looks to me like we have several more people. And you may already all know this, but to mute and unmute, once you have been given a request to do so, you will use... Alt-A on your PC, Command-Shift-A on your Mac. You will use um, the mute button in the lower left-hand corner of your smartphone screen. And you will uh, use star 6 on your push-button phone. And if you want to raise your hand to talk to us, to ask Eric questions, you can do that by using by uh, using Alt-Y on your PC, you can use Option-Y on your Mac, you can use the raise hand button that's kind of in the center of the screen of your smartphone, and you can use star 9 on your push-button telephone. So We can even talk about the Red Sox. I think they're still in first place. <laughs> I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed. Things aren't so good out here, but that's okay. Well... Well, now, wait a minute. You're Angels, not Dodgers, right? Right. And the Angels are making some strides, but not great strides. The Dodgers are still behind the Giants, and we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, Who what's knows? up with the Giants? I don't what know. Everybody sense. keeps saying they're going to lose eventually. They're not going to keep this up, but they have. It's yeah, amazing. I didn't, it's, I didn't it, see that coming. No, I didn't either. I don't think many people did. So, But there's still a lot of baseball left. Yeah, I think yes, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're not even at all-star break yet, so we'll see what happens. That's right. And uh, any any hockey fans out there? Um, oh, yeah. I know that the Islanders tied up last night with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. So they're on their way back to Tampa, and they'll be playing tomorrow night to decide who goes to the Stanley Cup. Wow. I'm not even sure who the other teams are because I only pay attention to Tampa. It, it was Las Vegas and somebody else, and I'm not a big hockey fan. Might have been Las so, Vegas and Colorado. I think you're right. Penny Moss it, right. has her hand oh. raised. Oh, sorry. We better get back to That's work. A, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Penny, you should be able to talk. 
Hey, you know, I just have to say now, I was wondering how long I was going to have to wait for my question to get answered when we got off on sports. But I need to tell you that I'm, I'm pulling for the Atlanta Braves because I'm from Atlanta originally. And so, therefore, oh, I just thought, thought you should know that. And also, football is coming and roll tide. So, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, um, that's Matt's favorite team. Matt Ader loves uh, Alabama. Uh, uh, well, that's that's where he um, went to school. I'm glad that we have that in common. Uh, now, I want to know, first of all, when did you say your update is coming out in July? What, do we uh, know? I don't have the exact date, but I don't believe it'll be before the 15th. I suspect okay. it won't be m- much later than the 15th, though. So you'll right. watch for it in the third week. Okay. And have you all been working? Today I saw a thing about Windows 11. And I just wondered, um, have you all been working with Microsoft on Windows 11? They're supposed to come out this fall. And is it JAWS going to be able to work with that? So we're always working with Microsoft. And they're usually running us against their insider builds. Mm-hmm. And we run against the insider builds. But I got to tell you, they really kept this very quiet. We did know that there was an announcement coming today. We mm-hmm. were informed about it uh, a month or so ago, mm-hmm. um, but we have not uh, got all the details yet. So we will get the details, and trust me, they're not going to release a version of Windows that your screen reader, if you're up to date, can't run on. Okay, so that's that I, was my question. I, like, should rest I wait? assured? Rest mm-hmm. assured, I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know don't run out there and say I got to get it. Because you don't have to get it yet. I, I think it'll come out this fall, and you'll hear a lot more about it. I'm sure by the conventions, we'll be telling you all the details. Okay. All right. Well, that's, those are my questions, and I thank you very Great, much. Great, Penny. Now, so now tell me a little bit about what you have today. Oh, you mean as far as my jaws? As far as jaws or, or mm-hmm. Windows, too. Are you up to I date have on windows. windows? I'm up to date on Windows. Good. And I do keep, you know, everything. And I have JAWS 2021. Excellent. So, and do you do you have an SMA or are you yes, using the whole manual? You um, do. I think that mine is professional because when I got Windows 7, when I was getting a new computer, they automatically loaded JAWS Professional on there. I think okay. that's what I still have. So um, Well, I'm gonna save you I'm gonna save you some money today. So here's here's what I want you to do. Uh, first of all, do you do you use your license only on your equipment and and at home, uh, or do yes. you install it? Do you install it in a place of business and use it on someone else's computers? Well, the reason I kept it was because I'm retired, but I keep thinking in the back of my mind I might want to do some contract work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about that for a few minutes and then it disappears. So and no, I think that's a wonderful thought, and you can keep that thought. Because here's what you want to do. Um, Contact the customer service department and wait until July 1st to do it. Mm -hmm. Explain to them that you, you know, who you are, have them look you up, verify Mm -hmm. you have a professional license. Right. And so forth. And then let them know. But right now, I'm only installing it on my equipment. I don't think I'm going to be installing this on someone else's equipment unless I do contract work. Mm -hmm. What are my options? I'd like to. I'd like to at least hear about it. Now, then you're going to find out what mm -hmm. it costs to renew a professional SMA Mm -hmm. versus 
if I switch back to home and I add a home SMA now, and then, you know, in the future, if you ever got contract work that you actually had to go and install it on somebody else's computer, mm-hmm. you could always make as part of that agreement that you had to renew your license back to a professional. You don't have to buy a whole mm-hmm. new one. You just pay the price to get up. But most contract places that will have you do work, many of them will have you use your own equipment at home and then log into their equipment. Right. Well, but my question about that, Eric, is when I did get the professional at the time I got it, it was in 2010, as a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. Jaws seemed to work better than Mm. it did when I had the home edition. I just felt like it, it, you know, that's all, that's all, that's all changed. There's nothing, there's not going to be anything different about it. And whether you have a home license or a pro license, it works on the operating systems the same way. So it's all the same. There's not because there used to be a difference, and I felt like it worked better, and I was hesitant to give it up. But now it's the same. It is the licensing. Trust me. It used to be in the beginning that you could only use home on a home version of the operating system. Mm -hmm. We did away with that. That was causing too many problems. So you can you can use a home license on a pro operating system. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. Because the pro operating system is what I have. Yep. Well, I have Microsoft 365, and I think it's, and I have Windows 10. And I think it is. Pro. I I have Windows 10 Pro on my computer, mm-hmm. and I use my home annual license installed okay. on it. Well, thank you so. for clarifying that. Okay, so talk to customer service; uh, they'd be happy to go over the options with you. But I would strongly recommend, even if you have an SMA remaining, consider dropping down to home and increasing your SMA at that point at that price. Okay. okay. And I can increase it like two to five years or something like that. Well, you can add an SMA too. So if you have a, a year remaining on your current SMA, you can add an SMA to it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Penny. Mm-hmm. Who do we have up next? Kim? Kim has her hand up. My question is, well, number one, um, are you ever going to have a discount on like things like the Focus 14, that kind of thing? You know, they generally do have discounts on those at the shows. I haven't seen the official list yet, so I'm not positive. But usually at the trade shows, they try and discount those as well. Okay. And my next question, um, if I wait until after July 1st and call... Um, Microsoft and um, no, I would call the Sparrow, right? Call the Sparrow customer service. service. Yeah. Okay. Now, how do I prove to them that I'm going to the convention and I can get the discount? You, you, you don't have to prove it because we just open it up for home users. Uh, we didn't want to have to take on the responsibility of trying to figure out who's at a convention and who isn't. So okay. if, if you, that's why we, you can actually do this right through, you know, like on any, anybody in the U S who wants to add a home annual license or renewal, add some years to it. The price is just going to be changed. So whether you're participating registered at a convention or not, you're going to get that price during the convention time. Okay. Okay. Um, trying to think if there was anything else because i think probably 
my uh, home license has expired. I'm wondering about that. I'm not sure. Um, so I'll be able to get the new one at the discount yep. during July. During July. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And let us know about if there's going to be any um, updates. I just bought a Focus 14. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of hoping that the software doesn't need updating too often. Um, no, the software in the Braille display itself does yeah. not get updated very often. So you don't have to worry about it. The changes that happen for the Braille displays usually come from within the screen reader itself. Uh, so just keep your just get JAWS up to date and, and it'll work fine. And if you're using it with an iPhone, keep your iPhone up to date and any changes that they're doing for voiceover will happen there. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Okay, next we have Deborah Armstrong. You should be able to talk. Yeah, so I think you may have already answered my question, but uh, just to confirm, so my SMA goes until October. Does that mean if I update my annual license in July, my home, I've never bought a home license. I just always updated my SMA. Does that mean it's all very seamless and yeah, I won't and if, any if, months? And if you're, and, and I'm glad you, you, Ask this, Deborah, because if if some you know some people are wondering, well, I've got an ILM serial number on a perpetual license, and I've got an SMA, or it's expiring, right. and it's time for me to renew. Which way should I go? Well, I I you know it's I think it's great if you've maintained the SMA and you keep it current and you're up to date and you buy around the show convention time. Do that. Get the 20% discount. So renew the SMA on that ILM license. Even though it, even though you're covered up through 2022, you can, at the time of the show, if you call the office, they'll add the SMA on during the show convention. Okay. So you okay. can get the 20% discount. Now, on the other hand, let's say you have an ILM license and you're a year or two behind. Then the cost of buying the upgrade and then adding an SMA is it can be quite expensive in some cases for a lot of people. And if you would rather find a way to try and spend under a hundred dollars a year, consider doing the home annual license. Once you start the home annual license, you'll, you'll not be disappointed. You'll be very pleased because it's a easy portal for you to be able to move your keys back and forth. And it really is quite seamless. It works great. And talk to others um, that you know who have our software. Talk to people who have gotten into the portal, and I think they'll all tell you that it really does work quite smoothly. We've done a, a you know, the team has done a great job making that solution. So um, don't hesitate to go to the portal if you've run behind and the cost gets prohibitive to update. The portal is really a good way to go. And, but if you have, if you're up to date keep it going depending on the number of hands i do have another question sure Uh, go ahead um so one of my students who actually did take advantage of this he has jaws at home but he's using um fusion uh at school Mm -hmm. and um he wants to know if he can use flexible web on fusion because he's been using it at home 
Yes, flexible web is a JAWS feature, and anything that is a JAWS feature will work within flexible web. So you can set that up. And if he's already if he's already uh, set up flexible web uh, options on his home computer, mm-hmm. I believe those are all stored in his user settings folder. So we could actually uh, go into the utility menu and get into explore my settings and get his flexible web stuff, save it to a thumb drive and bring it into uh, school and see mm-hmm. if you can get assistance to help him put that into his user settings there. Yeah, I can help him with that. Excellent. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, and next we have Jean Mann. You should be able to talk. Hi. Hi, Jean. Um, hi, Eric. I have a question, and, and I'm sure one of you can answer it. You did a um, segment on the Braille, the focus, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I missed it. And mm-hmm. do, you, do you record them someplace? So was this a webinar that we did, or was this on ACB Community? It was it was one that well ACB community like three o'clock. Um, yeah, so I'll let I'll let uh, Larry or Desi answer, but I'm guessing they have those things recorded, and you can go back and listen to them. But we, yeah, we Larry, have them all. You know? We have them all. Uh, mm-hmm. And Gene, I can get with you offline and give you the web address, but it's on the ACB community webpage, and they're all there. and And I can send you a note as well, giving oh, you a specific great. link if you would. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I have a um, eighty cell focus, and I was a, a Cobalt programmer for a long time, and you had to have an eighty cell display to wow. really know what you were doing. Yeah. So um, I have the eighty cell focus, and I I like it a lot. That's great. When did you get it? Um, I think I, I got my first one in like two thousand. I don't know fourteen. Whenever I updated to Windows ten, and mm-hmm. no, what was it? it? Wasn't ten then? What was it? Seven. I guess, and and because uh, I kept uh, XP as long as I could, and then the Braille display I had didn't work with it, so I had to buy something else. So I bought mm-hmm. Focus, and then when my warranty ran out, then I um, I took another one. Mm-hmm. You know how you replace them with so. I yep. So one. you got you got a Focus eighty very recently in the past couple of years. Probably like three years ago. Great. And it's, and it's, and it's held up well for you. No problem. I have a couple pins that are, um, you know, don't ever go down all the way, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's fine. And I don't want to send it back because I don't want to be without it. So I, <laughs> yeah, I know that's always a, it's always a problem. We'll keep it clean. And, and, uh, they, they do. I mean, I, I hear great feedback from, from folks. Uh, they've, they've got these really perfected. Yep. I do like it a lot. I, I keep my, my jaws updated. Um, now, do you I, use do you use Outlook for email? Yes. And yeah. do you have Outlook 365? Yes, I do. So have you heard about our new feature uh, for reading email messages and being able to skim forward no. between threads? No. So oftentimes when you receive an email message, uh, if there's been replies back and forth between you and a group of people, maybe you're coming in late to the email thread yes. and everybody else has commented. Yes, yes. That and it's, it's so cumbersome to be able to, to down arrow and move down through the heading information and past all the names and links to get to the next thread. Mm-hmm. And so we built in a quick navigation key 
And it's in the most recent update that's out there right now on JAWS. So you can even try this out right now. I know we're making some refinements to it for the July update because we had a few people that were running into some issues. So if you if you did run into some issues around this, you'll want to make sure you get the July update. But the way it works is when you open up one of those mail messages, you can either use the letter N to be able to advance down to the next start of the next thread. And JAWS will tell you who sent it and when they sent it, but it puts you right on the first line. So you don't have to arrow through or pan through all of that stuff to get to the uh, next thread. And then if that isn't the one you're looking for, you hit N again, you go to the next one. So you can just keep hitting it until you get to like the first one or whatever one you want. Yes. Or you can use Shift N to go back and it'll cycle down to the bottom ones. You can start off by doing a shift end maybe and work your way back. Or if you have one of those nice focus braille displays, you can go into your nav rocker uh, adjustment button while you're in your email and toggle it. And normally you get sentence line and paragraph for your nav rocker switch. But you'll also find in Outlook email now that there's an option for skipping to the next thread. Mm -hmm. And if you turn it to that, it'll remember it. And now when you hit your nav rocker, it's like hitting the end. So you can just jump down. So give that a try, okay? Good to know. Um, One thing I notice is sometimes when I go in emails, um, I'll start to read it and and, and the, the display kind of skips around a little bit. And then I have to arrow back up to the top. Yeah. So here's my recommendation. Um, and everyone should pay attention to this one because I think I, I strongly recommend this whenever I'm talking with someone. In JAWS, there is a way to tell it to not automatically read things when they open. Mm-hmm. And so if you're one of those folks that you find that when you open something up, you're trying to look at it with Braille, but it's jumping around. And when you stop it, you find yourself back at the top. Um, I think you will be better served if you disable the automatic reading. Now, go to Outlook. In order to do this for Outlook, go into Outlook, do insert V as in verbosity, mm-hmm. and you'll land in your quick settings list. Type in auto and you'll find automatically read email and it's on by default, turn it off and then try this. And you'll, I think you'll like it much better. Okay. Thanks. And if you like that, you might also find the same to be true on web pages. I personally don't like it to ever start reading by itself. I would rather control it with the arrow keys or say all on my own. And so if If you'd like it also to be that way in your browsers, um, you want to go into the settings center for this. So insert F2 and then choose settings center from the list. Load the default file. Control-Shift-D will load up the default file so that it'll take effect for all your browsers. And then search for the phrase auto. And you'll find automatically read web pages and documents. Uh, it's checked by default. Uncheck it and save it. 
and now your web pages won't start reading automatically and you won't find that situation where you jump around. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, Christy. So I have a question about, um, I do not like reading table, table, table. I want to get into the meat of whatever I'm reading and I'm finding that it's very difficult whether it's a, in an email or in a document, um, I, how do I turn that off? So with this table, table, so tell me more about it. Are there actual tables or do you think yes. these are tables that are being used for layout? It's, it's tables for layout and I don't, I don't care about those tables. I just want the information. So I don't want to try and make this one up. Not that I made anything else up, but there's <laughs> there's ways of doing this, but I would have to dig into it a little bit. What I'd like you to do, and, and what are you, are you using Outlook? Outlook and Windows 10. And, and you're probably jobs. and you're probably receiving these email messages or like newsletters or they're coming yes, in from yes. somebody. Yes. And, and Larry, if, and if Larry I go to maybe, forward it. Yes. Yeah. And if I go to forward it, it forwards as a ta- as tables too. Hmm. And are these are these emails that you're getting through ACB? Um. No. They're newsletters from other places, right? Yeah. So I might recommend that you actually reach out to our training department, send them an email, attach one of those emails. And ask them if they can assist you in what settings you might go in and change to avoid having to hear the table table in there. And you can write to training at Vespero.com. Okay. And one of the team members there on Rachel's team will reach back out to you, and they'll be more than happy to help work through that problem with you. Okay. And I also have the same problem with um, documents. Um, I just don't want to hear row one, table, blah, blah. I don't want to hear any of that. Mm-hmm. I get really tired. Of- there, may, there may be, <laughs> yeah, I think you must have some setting turned on that probably needs to get turned off. Yeah, I, I've seen that sometimes when I'm on a web page and I'll copy the content from the web page, put it in a document, and it turns out uh, that it sounds yes, like it's a table. That too. Yes. Yep, and it brings stuff with Correct. you. Correct. Yes. A, there's a way of selecting the document, or the content on the web, and stripping it out. Yeah, like text only. Like like append to clipboard strips it out, I think. Oh. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a way of doing that. But again, this is a great thing for you to try and work through with the training department. And, and generally, if you're having this problem... Yeah. Uh, and confused about what to do to fix it, somebody else might be. And that's why I encourage you to reach out to the training department with these kind of problems. If you can demonstrate to them, this is how it works and it's very frustrating, and then ask them for advice, they will uh, make some recommendations. And the more they hear from people with those kind of problems, then they can just put out some information about it. Maybe we do a blog post about something like that and it'll help others. That's good. And then my second question is, mm-hmm. how do I do a global voice change? Like I wanted to download and I thought I had downloaded one of the other voices. I can't remember if it was Samantha or who it was. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I want to do a, a global voice change. I can't stand this voice. <laughs> and it makes me tired and grouchy. So oh, we it. can't have that. No. So, I need to so is, it, it is it Samantha that you're using? No, I want to use Samantha. Oh, okay. Um, if you go in, so you've already, in, you've downloaded Samantha and she's on your computer. She should be somewhere. Yep. <laughs> So if you just go into the options menu under voices and right at the top, you're going to pick Samantha right there uh, from the list. It's going to list eloquence and real speak and all these different things. Well, you're going to find Samantha in that list. You'll pick her and say, okay, and and it'll come back up and it'll say, is this going to be your default voice? And you say, yes. Okay, so I, I'm 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 not okay. So which options menu do I get in, into? Insert J for Jaws. It'll okay. put you in the Jaws window. Okay, and then under options. Okay. You pick voices. Okay. And you want to, boy, you know, I just do this. I can't remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you go into voice settings. Okay. And, and 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 the first control you'll land on is pick a synthesizer, and you're going to pick Vocalizer Expressive Samantha. She should be in your list. Okay. If you've if you've installed her, she's there. And then uh, and then you just pick her from the list, and and then you're going to tab through and set your speech rate maybe for her. Okay. But just change the speech rate. And then tab down to OK. And when you say OK, it's going to come up and it's going to ask if you want to make it your default voice. And you say yes. And that should change it for everything. Thank you. Now, Thank if you. it uh-huh. and if it doesn't, if if when I go to some other application, like if you go into Word right. and it's switching to something else. Yeah. Then you have a voice profile set up for that. And you just need to get it deleted. And the training department can help you with that, too. Fantastic. Thank you so much. OK, Christy. I, I can help you too, Christy, because I've known hey, Christy since. Oh, Larry, Larry messes this stuff up I, all the time. Yeah, but don't tell them too. that. I, this is how I have my fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've known Christy for decades, and I'm not going to tell you how many, but at least six. <laughs> okay, Barbara, you should be able to talk. Hi, I'm new to um, Jaws. I just installed JAWS, I mean, Zoom Text Fusion yesterday on my new computer that I had to get in order to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. And the, the tech guy came over and he told me to study the new Zoom Text stuff because there's some new stuff on there. But so you Jaws, have, so have you been using a computer before this? Yes. Okay. And were you familiar with JAWS or ZoomText before this? ZoomText, but not JAWS. Okay. I don't know anything about JAWS. And when you use the computer, are you are you able to see and utilize using a mouse to click things? Yes. Or, okay. Like I'm on ZoomText right now, but it's not the new one. It's the old version of ZoomText on my laptop. I haven't launched the new one yet from yesterday on my new com- desktop computer. but So you're still using your older computer? Yeah. Okay. Because- and that's, that's good. So you've still got the old one working. That's always advisable. And then you can start to learn the new one. 
Well, Zoom text is not going to work much differently. And I would encourage you to, to get the Zoom text up and running on that new computer. Yeah. And get familiar with it first. And because you're going to have to get used to the new computer, and that may be more important that you get used to the new computer before you start to get used to using JAWS with Zoom text on it. Yeah, because it's super fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But JAWS, but the JAWS poll comes up as well. So they're, uh, they're yep. not well, they, they installed something and they set it up so that Fusion is running automatically and you can get that changed. Um, and if you get on the phone with our customer support, okay, uh, while you're on the computer, get on the phone and the guys on customer support can help you change from Fusion starting automatically to ZoomText starting automatically. And I think that's probably a, a good place to begin. Okay, thank you, because I was feeling intimidated already from that. It's, it can be a little intimidating when you're getting started. You. Do you have access to a trainer, Barbara? Yes, he's supposed to come back on Tuesday, and he told me what to read page 19 about Zoom text. Got it. Yes. Well, I would, I would continue to work with the trainer, and the trainer will help guide you through this. And remember... It takes time. I've been doing this stuff for over 25 years, and I still haven't figured it all out. It takes okay. time. So you'll get used to it, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Bob. Okay. Now we have Nora. Nora, you should be able to talk. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon from Phoenix, Arizona, and it's a pleasure to meet you, Eric. And mm -hmm. and yeah, hi. My first question is, what is SMA? SMA stands for Software Maintenance Agreement. And this is something we built in for our uh, uh, customers many, many years ago in order for them to be able to pre-purchase their upgrades. So it's a way for you to buy upgrades ahead of time and you get about a 50% discount. Uh, okay. if you don't have the SMA and you wait for the new version to come out and then you go and you have to buy an upgrade for the new version, it's going to cost significantly more. Now, in order to get set up in the software maintenance agreement program, you do have to be current. So once you're up to date, if you're on 2021 and you're not in the SMA program now, you want to consider getting into the SMA program before 2022 comes out because it'll help you to get a discount on those future upgrades. And customer service will be happy to look up whatever you have and find the best option for you. Right. And thank you. And another question is, um, I have an older computer, but I have an older Windows, Windows 7. And mm -hmm. also I have, I also have what you call a narrator, not, no jaws or anything. I, I don't have jaws, but. Mm -hmm. I have Zoom. I have Zoom text extra, mm -hmm. and I have and I have a generator. But generator does not read anything. I mean, everything that you want it to read. Right. So narrator is your built-in um, speech from Microsoft, and while it yeah. is getting better, it's still not like a full-blown screen reader. So. Uh, you know, I think it's a good utility. We all have it and we can all get access to it when we need it. But uh, if you own a screen reader, 
I would encourage you to get that screen reader installed and try it out. Yeah, so did you say you, you said you had Windows 7. Do you also, did you also get a Windows 10 computer now? No. Oh. No, I just, I just have Windows 7. And okay. That's just basically what I have. <coughs> Sorry, my throat. Excuse me, please, everybody. Well, um, stick, stick, stick with the Windows 7 if you're going to, but if you're going to continue to use a computer, the Windows 7 is going to stop working on you eventually because they're not really updating um, they're not doing updates for it anymore. They're not really going to be supporting it anymore. And okay. eventually things will, will go the way of, of other operating systems where they just stop working. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought this up and I want to, I want to address this other point for folks. If anybody else out there has windows seven, I will tell you that starting with our 2022 release that's coming up this fall, we will no longer install on Windows 7 with that release. So if you're only running Windows 7 and you only ever intend to run Windows 7, then ignore anything I told you about buying an SMA for your JAWS license because you're not going to need to go past 2021 because the later versions won't install. Now, if you are intending to get a Windows 10 device, maybe you're not going to get it this summer, but maybe you plan on getting something at Christmas time or next year, and you know you're going to get Windows 10, then get your SMA, keep your license in place and up to date. And when you get Windows 10, you'll be able to install the latest and greatest JAWS, or maybe it'll be Windows 11, I guess. But... uh you'll be able to install. But as of 2022 versions, will no longer install on Windows 7. I just want to let everybody know that. But if you have a license, you can always download the 2021 version from our website. It'll always be there, and you can download that and install it and use it on your older Windows 7. Okay? Yeah, okay, thank you. But also one thing is, um, what is that dot? Uh, that looks like a QA. Yes, the quick access bar. Uh, this is just a small little utility so that you don't have to go to the Zoom text window in order okay. to do things. And this is just a little uh, bar with a few different icons that you can pick, and it will stay on the top right-hand side of your screen if you've got Zoom text uh, installed and you get the, the, May, uh, the July update. It'll be uh, docked right there on the right-hand side. Okay, will that work with Windows 7 or? That will not work with Windows 7. These newer features don't work on Windows 7. The oh, new okay. voice assistant or, or the docking feature, that does, not, that does not show up on Windows 7 either. Oh, okay, thank you. All right. Sorry, Nora. Thanks. Okay, so um, we only have about two minutes left. Do we want to try to take another question or? Yeah, there's three more hands up and... Uh, Deborah asked one question already, but we ought to try and get Viola and Rhonda in here, maybe. And okay. I'll go quick. I'll go real quick. Lightning round. All right. All right. Uh, Viola, you should be able to talk. Hi, De- hi, Eric. How are you? Hi. Good. Hopefully, you got my emails. I solved that issue. Um, in Outlook, lately, for some reason, when I want to cut, uh, copy something from an mm-hmm. email, like an email address, and I, I think I've copied it and it looks like it, but then when I paste it, 
it's another part of the email. Can you tell me why that's happening now? I and can't. I have the latest and Windows 10. I can't tell you, and I and I will say I haven't seen that one, and I do this all the time, so I'm not sure what's going on. Um, but if if it continues to happen, by all means, report this into support, and um, and I'll certainly keep an ear open for this. Okay, great, thank you. Yep. All right, and Rhonda, gotta okay. be quick. Okay, I have a situation where. Jaws, the volume fluctuates um, on my computer. So I can be reading a document and it will decrease in volume and then randomly increase in volume. So I don't know. Yeah. So if you call support and describe what you just said, they'll tell you exactly what to change. But you've got audio ducking turned on and something else is trying to speak on your computer. And that's telling Jaws to be quiet or tone down for a second while it's trying to do it. And that's why your volume is going up and down is my guess. Okay. So audio ducking, audio ducking is what you want to get turned off. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Desi. And thanks, Larry. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been great. Okay. Catch you next week. Thanks so much, Eric. And we'll see you all at the convention. You bet. Absolutely. Looking forward to it.